Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. So this is where it all began, the very first episode of the Cycling Chat series, talking to Abby Dentis, former British national track champion, who was over in Australia at the time when we spoke earlier um, in the summer. Hope you enjoy. Hi Abby. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. We've managed it. Level one, we've connected. I know. <laughs> I know. My heart right now is like pounding. I was like, oh my God, I have to work this thing. Is it going to work? Is it going to be Is she going to be there? Am I going to see her? Really? I was just saying, I've, I've never done this before. And I was like, oh my God, I really hope this isn't as complicated as I think it's going to be. No, no. So yeah, I, I was literally here. I got my bottle of water next to me. I was like, right, let's quick, quick swig of water. <laughs> I did the same as well after what you said to me. <laughs> I was like, oh God, I need a jug of water. That's it. And then I was, I was shaking, my, my hand was still shaking, just trying to sort of press on, on the sort of button. But like, it looks like a, a few people are sort of dialing in and joining in now, so I can see. Yes, uh, they have. Uh, Jacob. <laughs> Hello, Louis. <laughs> Hi, Louis. Hi, Jacob. <laughs> Great. Yeah, oh, so God, I feel pressure. No, no pressure. We'll just give it a few more seconds. A few more seconds. We've got... My heart is racing. Oh don't, God. don't, don't be racing. Mine, mine's doing the same. Tim, hi. <laughs> See you. Oh, nice one. Oh Thank God. you. Great. Um, Marie, hi. Thanks for joining. We've got Ash as well. Yeah, see, so people oh, are tuning in. I thought it was just going to be us. I oh, God. Be... I thought it was. I was hoping it was just going to be us. No, don't. Fear oh, not. Fear not. This is a chat. It's a chat between pals. So I'll give it a few more seconds yeah. and then um, we can sort of kick off. I'll, I'll do a quick intro and then I'll turn it over to you. Yeah. And, uh, do similar sort of stuff as well. So brilliant. Awesome. I'm so sorry about my um my camera again being so bad. No, it's, it's fine. It's totally fine. So, so listen, um, I'm working from home, as as you may 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 know, mm-hmm. um, and I've got charge of my three minions, which means that anyone oh, yeah. can rely. I'm trying to explain it to them that this is life. They they may they may burst in. I may need to do um, some daddy That's discipline. Fine. Absolutely fine. Grand, grand. But let, let's kick off. So look, for anyone that's out there that's listening and watching, thank you for joining. Um, my name is Kofi and I'm the founder of Life for Unity. Um, and this is the first of our series, our cycling chat series, um, where we look to hear the stories of cyclists, um, a wide range of cyclists, um, to hopefully, fingers crossed, inspire others to start cycling or if they cycle already, push themselves a little further um, in their cycling. So hopefully that's a good agenda. Does that sound good to you, Abby? Yeah, that does sound good. Awesome. And and for anyone that's listening sort of live now, if you've got any questions or any sort of encouragement you want to give us, we'd welcome that. Pop that in the chat and we'll try and get to that as well. So enough about me. Over to you, Abby. So could you oh, give God. us a brief intro as to don't worry. Give us a brief intro as to as to who you are. Um so most people will probably have known me from um being with British Cycling for quite a lot of of my years of cycling, um, mainly on the track. Um, yeah, I did a lot of track racing and some road racing. Um, mm. Rode for a few for a few teams, such as Devere Cycles, which you may may know of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were the, they so were the I rode for them. Yeah, although mine was bright pink because I was a girl, nice. so I got bright pink nice. Um Yeah, that's basically all I can say about myself, really. <laughs> Okay, well, well, that's that's interesting because I, I think that you kind of missed out some of the juicy bits in terms of the competitions that you've won, 
and I, and I appreciate you know you're sort of shy. I don't necessarily want to talk about that, but I, I had something in my mind about British national track championships and things like that. Can you and European championships? Well, can you talk a little bit about your journey there? Um, so I've got three national titles um, oh, on the track. Yeah, but loads of people have so many more than me. Um, and yeah, one was when I was under 16, uh, which was the points race. Uh, one was with my dad that I got to share in the Derny Champs, which was really oh. nice. Um, and the other one was in a team pursuit when I was part of British Cycling. We won the team pursuit. Um, Amazing. And the silver medal in the European Championships in, I think it was 2018 in Switzerland. Uh, yeah, we got silver in the team pursuit. So, yeah. That, that is fantastic. I, I've got to say that uh, your CV, your cycling CV, is, is definitely a little bit, just a little bit stronger than, than mine. So <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, glad that you shared, shared some of that with us. So in terms of the events that you've taken place in, up, taken part in, like, which would you say is kind of your favourite kind of event? I would have said road and I think the tour of Yorkshire was one of my favorite races that I've I've been part of Um, and races in Belgium as well I find all all of them are are amazing like they're just brutal Um, and I really enjoyed racing them when I could track would be the world cups and Mm -hmm. Europeans Um, just you get to travel around so much Mm-hmm. Um, which you kind of take for granted a little bit, I think, when it's just handed to you and you're told, oh, by the way, tomorrow you're off to Belgium or something. And you're like, oh, okay. But now looking yeah. back, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was amazing to be able yeah. to do that. Like, not no, many no, people get the opportunity. No, no, it's a fantastic opportunity. Now, I haven't had the opportunity to do that, but I think certainly anyone watching can identify with the fact of being able to be spontaneous and get on a plane and go somewhere because at the moment, that's just not, it's not happening for many people. So, so great. No, love, no. Love, love the journey, love what you've done. So I, I actually wanted to ask you a bit about how you got into cycling. So what was it that brought you to cycling in, in its various forms? Uh, my dad, um, he took me to like a, I say a local club. I mean, they weren't that local, but they were Hillingdon Slipstreamers. Um, <laughs> so when I was about, how old was I? I must have been about six years old. Okay. Um, and yeah, he, he took me there because he used to race. Uh, they were like Tuesday night races. And I used to just sit on the hill and watch him race. And then eventually he got me my first road bike and bribed me. Well, didn't bribe me, but I knew if I went, I would get jelly tots. Okay. Um, so I'd go go for the sweets <laughs> and I'd have some jelly tots and I'd ride my bike a little bit and go and chat with the girls and and play on the grass on like the field and and then yeah that's how I got into it and I just did more more stuff there and then I became quite competitive because at a young age you race with the boys as well mm-hmm. um so I'd race the boys and I got found that quite competitive but I quite enjoyed being up there with the, with the boys as well fantastic I imagine you, you stuck it to them sometimes as well and that must have been quite a joy when you used to be, be <laughs> some was- of them <laughs> So a little bit of bribery got you into cycling and then you started to, yep. like start to find your way. Um, so to anyone listening, yeah. jelly, jelly Tots, the key to a yeah, girl's Yeah, definitely. Although I don't think they sell them anymore. I think they've stopped doing Jelly Tots now. Are they the sort of, the, the sort of jellyish ones with I the think. sugar sprinkled on top? 
Yeah, they were like the hard sweets with all the sugar on them. Uh, they were colourful. Amazing. And Maybe then you'd have loads of sugar left over. Oh, yeah, I think it's like... <laughs> Sounds like a, a pocket rocket in terms of, in terms of that. <laughs> Bribery seems to work. So, so I was just interested yeah. to talk to you a bit about, um, you know, the journey that you've gone on um, with cycling. And, and if, if you could cast your yeah. mind back to past or present in terms of cyclists that you kind of look up to, um, are there a couple of yeah. cyclists that you see as sort of role models for you or that you particularly sort of aspire to, to be like one day? Um, I think Christina Vogel. Um, I don't know if you know much about her at all. Um, I think she's very inspiring after her crash um, that obviously left her paralysed, um, yeah. I think, from the waist down. What she has then gone on to do still, like every day she posts like on Instagram, like things that she's now doing um, and just the strength that she has to carry on with trying to still progress with things. I think... Is phenomenal like to go through something like that and not give up or anything mm-hmm. um to be as well double olympic champion or however what many championships that she's won um i think yeah to go from that to then to then not i think um yeah it's pretty inspiring oh, to carry on excellent. i think that that sort of that mental fortitude is, is something that i always aspire to have and that it doesn't relate yeah. to any, but but you know what it's like when you're riding on your own sometimes and you're just like, oh, I'm just not feeling it today. You're just talking yourself yeah. out of it, just having that bit yeah. push forward. I mean, she's taken it to another level, obviously. But any, anyone else that inspires yeah. you as well? Um, Mariana Voss is also, has always been she's awesome. a big role model to me, especially after, because obviously I've raced her quite a few times now as well. Um, yeah. And I remember a very specific moment at, um, I did the ride London, uh, the Prudential yeah. ride London. Prudential. Yeah, I've done that. And my dad actually had to help her out and set up her bike for one of the races, for like that race. And she was just the most loveliest woman, like off the bike. She was so lovely and she'd be the one to just stop what she's doing and go and speak to the little kids that want to talk to her or get her autograph. Oh, so and I always find athletes that take the time to do that, it's just so lovely. And I think. You know, obviously on the bike, she's amazing anyway, but off the bike, she was also just such a, a lovely person as well. Oh, that's so, yeah, she would also be a big role model, I think. She sounds like a super decent human being. And, and uh, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of, you meet someone like that when you get starstruck and it's a bit of star powder that gets sprinkled in. Yeah. Suddenly you sort of think, oh my God, yeah. oh my God, I met this person. And you never know what that might be. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess it often yeah. about role models, really. Like, do you, do you think that that's quite important for someone growing up to have role models that they look up to, or not particularly? No, I think it's really important to have role models. Um, I think they're the people that encourage you and inspire you to to grow in the sport and in life as well. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think they're a massive influence as well because you see what they've achieved and you're like, oh, I'd love to achieve that or have something to strive for whether it's big or small I think you need that in your life regardless sport or life in general um you need something to to go for and I also think they're great for showing the diversity within sport as well like what you're doing such a role model for for everything with the ride for unity I think honestly it's such a great idea and getting everybody together and talking about it and getting people to Oh, I lost my voice then. Getting people to ride bikes as well. 
no, I just, I think it's really important. Thank you very much. Abby, I'm going to find you. Christmas card is coming your way, definitely. Thank you so much for saying that. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's the idea. I mean, my community is there to sort of bring people together and, and, and uh, yeah. celebrate our oneness because, yeah, like, like I exactly. said before, you know, cyclists come in all different shapes, shades, sizes, sexes, whatever. Exactly. But, and we'll come on to talk about it a bit more, but when you're on the bike, that feeling is yeah. something that, that is yeah. amazing. So, yeah, I did want to ask you actually a little bit about like where yeah. you are in your journey because you didn't actually say where you are because can't see, but it's oh, yeah. afternoon here. But where, where in the world are you? And I guess, where are you with your cycling journey at the moment? Uh, so I'm in Australia at the moment. Um, okay. I'm in Victoria and mm-hmm. it's about 10 o'clock at night. Currently, yeah, I'm currently in bed, but we won't tell anybody. Friday that. night. <laughs> Friday night. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, living the high life here. Um, Where's the party? And... I know. And um, in my cycling, what I'm doing with cycling, kind of just trying to enjoy it again. Mm. And I definitely am. The people here are amazing and they've really helped me find that motivation again with, with just getting on my bike and with certain sessions that we do. And there's no pressure and it's not serious. Everyone just enjoys it and we have a laugh whilst doing it. And it's tough, like really tough, these sessions that we do, like Mondays, not Mondays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, But everyone's just so happy to be on their bike and they love it. So it makes me love it again. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to find that and see where that goes, whether I race again, I don't know. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm still trying to to find that out. Yeah, and I, I guess yeah. for some people tuning in, they might not know because I did. I think when you came into the sport, you know, you had this sort of rise, and you were in the was it the Olympic development program that you were in for some time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then since, you, you since when? Oh no, sorry. Oh no, I was going to say since when I was like uh, fifteen till when I was twenty-one. So okay, quite a long and time. Then that's a long time to spend in you know, a traveling doing all of that. And so when that stopped and, and, and how that sort of stopped, like, where did you find yourself, mm. I guess, in terms of crossroads of career and life and all the rest of it? Yeah. Um, I was kind of a bit lost, really. Yeah. Uh, my head wasn't in a very good place at all. So mm. I found it really hard um, to kind of, to leave, well, I didn't leave, to get kicked off something that has been your life. Um, and to no longer know that your main goal was obviously Olympics and to know that you're probably not, well, you're not going to go um, ever. is pretty heartbreaking. And I think to all the sacrifices that I've given for it, um, yeah, it's hard. And I kind of came away and I, I literally had no idea what I was doing and had no motivation to do anything. And I was just lost, really. Um yeah. Yeah, it's hard. So I, yeah. my family were great support and friends. Like I have oh, amazing brilliant. friends and family. Um, yeah. So yeah, that really helped me. But, uh, you, yeah, you, you it's hard. That. And I, you know, it's not the same yeah. at all. Like I, I never kind of felt, felt I was going to go to the Olympics. I didn't have that thing that I was looking forward to. But I suppose like people listening yeah. could maybe identify with that when your life is set on a certain course and then suddenly that's not there anymore. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Bring it, bring it around. I'm, I'm really wishing you wish you were. Maybe we could talk a bit about what might happen in the future later on. But I guess yeah, bring sure. it around to 
to the love of cycling that you've talked about and the fact that you've fallen back in love with it. What is it that you love about cycling? Oh, you can go outside and just forget about everything. You just ride your bike and just don't have to think about anything. Or it's a great place to think about things as well. So there's two different things. If you if you want to think about something, you can. If you don't, you don't. You just ride. And I love that you can just explore. Like, you can go anywhere, basically, on your bike. And it has taken me some amazing places. And to have ridden, oh, I've ridden in amazing places as well. I can imagine. Your, your photo albums must yeah. be like... Insane. If, you, if you stop, if you ever stop yeah. to take pictures. Oh, yeah, you have to. The views are amazing. Up some mountains and places that I probably would never have been to if it wasn't for cycling. So, no, I appreciate all the opportunities so much. So. No, that's, that's fantastic. And I, I think I, I would yeah. add only to that that um, for me it's about the camaraderie as well. Like on the road, I've met so many weird and wonderful random Oh, coincidences yeah. <laughs> where you just bump into someone who just likes cycling or who's on their bike and then suddenly yeah. they're having these yeah. conversations and it's like immediately like we get on like we're pals because you ride a bike yeah. I ride a bike and and you become friends yeah. thereafter sometimes really so I'm sure you probably had some of yeah those. they're the best things oh, I love them <laughs> just random people oh yeah, yeah. it's so good uh, great cyclists at heart um, so I was going to ask you like, yeah. so for Ride for Unity we've got people members who come from all walks of life. Some of them are going to be recreational cyclists. Some of them are going to be more advanced and looking to do more with their cycling. But if you were starting out again, or maybe if you were just giving some advice to anybody that's kind of thinking about getting into it, I'm not too sure how to go about it, what kind of guidance or, or top tips, I don't know, something like that, what tips would you give someone thinking about cycling? Um, I think the main thing is to enjoy it first. Definitely to enjoy it and maybe find the social side of it as well. I think because when I when I started, I had that social side of it and I enjoyed going to see people um, and talk to everybody there. But then it got quite serious and you kind of lose the social side of it and the messing around and stuff. It becomes very Mm -hmm. serious and focused and then it all becomes about racing and that's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if I was to do it again, I'd try and balance both. Obviously, you know, if you want to do well, if you are more advanced and you want to do well, then try and balance both the having time to talk to your friends maybe that little bit longer than than warming up um, and not be so serious on that, I think. Uh, And try all different disciplines. Definitely try all different because you don't know what you might like. Like I was saying to you as well, how with fixie racing that I've come into doing that recently, that, um, that is an amazing little society of people. They're, They're wonderful people. Everyone's so different. And they just all have a laugh. And, like, the racing in that, I think I liked it because there was no pressure on me. I liked being out of a discipline where no one knows who I am. There's no pressure. I can just turn up and ride. If I don't do well, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not trying to prove prove it to anybody. I'm just trying to enjoy it. And, yeah, just the atmosphere that they all have. It's like a party atmosphere. and It's so nice. So, yeah, honestly, it's amazing. I need to so, go. Oh, yeah, it sounds like a pretty to... special tribe. A oh, pretty yeah. special tribe. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you should have a go. You'd love it. Everyone would love it. It's just such good fun. That's fantastic. And is it when you say fixing? So is this where it's like track cycling where you can't free wheel? Basically, you have to pedal. Yeah, and there's obviously you've got no brakes either, so you're just bombing it around little crits and 
it's, it's scary, but I yeah. kind of like that. I quite like it. I'm not very good. I'm not very no. good at it, but um, I think that's what I quite like is having, not being that good at um, a discipline. So I can, I actually have something to try and get better at yeah. as well. Okay. In a way, I like not knowing because then people can tell me how to do it and I like that, so... That's fantastic. Well, you no, know, I mean you've been absolutely sort of amazing and, and sort of sharing that. And I hope, I hope from it, you know, the plan is that the people who are watching this or watch it later on will sort of get inspired to sort of try cycling in its different forms. You know, yeah. track, road. Um, that's all fixie scene that you're talking about. I've done it once before on a yeah. track, and I forgot oh, yeah. pedaling when I wanted to stop. It was at that oh. bit, you know, the Lee Valley um, track oh, when God, I yeah. public. Yeah, yeah. Like, some, someone told me to like keep going and slow with your legs, and I, yeah. I was so knackered because I was trying to get time, and I forgot, and my bike just went. Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. But, did I flip over the bars? I, I didn't quite. I nearly. My heart. Oh, was in my that's alright. That's my good. Heart was in my mouth. That's I haven't good. been back since. But yeah, on your advice, maybe, yeah. maybe I might try it. Maybe I might not. But um. Yeah. I, no, definitely. I did want to say to you just about the future because we touched upon it a little bit. It seems like you know you've, yeah. you've done some amazing things. Your CVs look pretty strong. You had this sort of crossroad. Talk to us a little bit about like where you might go. Like I know at the moment you're in Australia, you're doing your thing, but what are some of the options that lie ahead for you potentially? Um, potentially, I think if I got fitter on the bike again, and if I if I was to train and get fitter I would love to race again just because I feel like I kind of left not given everything I did have and I feel like there's something that's making me want to go back like I'm not fully done with it and it's annoying me but I think that's the reason why is I want to see if I can prove anything more I guess um and if not uh, I would love to still be with to be in sport not necessarily maybe not cycling but any sport with I've always wanted to do like sports massage um, okay. And I would love to kind of do that because then you can travel around still doing that with other sports as well and kind of, yeah. you know, not everything being about cycling. I can try different sports, but I would obviously still ride my bike anyway because I just enjoy riding my bike and yeah. I always will. It's just it's just hard at the moment to try and get out that mentality of just riding and not mm-hmm. pressing on. Like the other day I just went out for a ride and then I was like, oh, my average speed is so slow. And I was trying to do it. And then I was like, what am I doing? Just ride. Yeah, um, no, it is, it is so important. It's hard, isn't it? But I think it's the training. Like, from yeah. such a young age, you've just been programmed that yeah. way. Um, but 100% yeah. sounds like you've got some unfinished business. So I think for all of us, yes. it's going to be fantastic to, to watch your rise or progress with, with interest. And, um, yeah, I think we're almost at the top of our session. So I was just going to say thank you massively for joining us for the first of these. Hopefully it does oh, some good. Thank you people. for having me. No, it's <laughs> honest, you've been great. You've been great. Um, you didn't need the water. No, true. <laughs> you didn't need the water, which is great. Um, and just to say to anyone that's listening a little bit about Rise for Unity. So at the moment, we've got the weekly rise that we do through Zwift. Um, but if you don't use Zwift, you can join in with us. Um, we have this Zoom Peloton that we do. So whatever platform you're on, if you're indoors, you can join us, have a laugh. Sometimes I do I do silly things like fall off my bike, so it's entertainment as well for free. Um, and if, if if you don't ride indoors, you haven't got a turbo, you can do uh, an outdoor ride and just tag it on a Wednesday ride for Unity. Uh, but we're soon as restrictions ease up, we've got some exciting plans to do some outdoor stuff. And if you want to know more, I'm trying to think of the platforms. So we're on Facebook. You can join the group. 
on Strava, so every pedal stroke you do can add to the club. And then Instagram, where we are now, so if people want to take part in it. So, yeah, Abby, I really just wanted to say thank you for being such a good sport and answering the questions. Oh, no. And, um, oh, no. Thank you very much. We could do it again. We could do it again in the future. Yeah, yeah, if I, uh, yeah, see what I get up to. <laughs> yeah, see where you get up to. But, yeah, best of luck and speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Right. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.